Welcome to another episode of Photos with Sharita, our podcast. I'm Shara Humphreys, and I'm here today with Rita Norton. Hi, Rita. Hi, Shara. How's it going? Great, sort of, except that was like um, a little flat because we're in a really scary time. So when I say great and I'm all excited, usually I have to tone it down a bit because it's a really serious time in our country and in the world. And I know that people are scared. I'm certainly scared. And, uh, you know, it's a time for us to all come together and be our best selves and trying to figure out how to navigate this uh, pandemic, right? I mean, yeah, you're in Boston and I know that there are many cases there and I'm in a suburb of Atlanta and the numbers keep growing. So one of the reasons we decided to do the podcast today is because in spite of everything that's going on and this chaotic scary time for so many, uh, we know that photos ground us and our memories ground us. And we wanted to give people some kind of different news. If they're, uh, we think most people are self-isolating. Some people are actually quarantined. I'm not sure. I mean, self-isolating is a friendlier term than being quarantined at this point. And the social distancing is, you know, new terminology for us. And, and um, just, Wow. Um, it's, it's hard to talk about and that isn't what this podcast is about. The podcast is really about what we can do while we're in this situation. You know, the things that we're doing at home, especially for parents who are at home with kids, uh, young kids, especially. I can't even imagine, uh, um, my four children are all on their own. And so Phil and I are self isolating, uh, at home by ourselves and, um, We'll see how that goes. Okay, that's that. That might be another podcast, <clears throat> not to do with photos. <laughs> <laughs> I know you and your husband are doing the same, and we're trying to take all the precautions that we can. And and that. So what we wanted to talk about today is your photos. And I think we have this tagline that we've used before that I love. And there's, uh, you know, your photos, your stories, your way. Uh, we came up with that a couple of years ago when we were creating a backup guide. And it still holds true to me because I think everybody gets to do it their way, right? There's not only one way to do anything. And right now more than ever, and I, we're not going to talk about being overwhelmed with photos or how you could get your entire photo collection organized in three easy steps or anything like that. We really want to talk about photo fun, and how to just have fun to stay connected with your family and friends through photos and, uh, you know, the technology that we have. And um, even I think let's start with not using technology. What if we start with just print photos? And, and because everything I keep seeing and you and I have talked about is <clears throat> screen time. Right. Like, you know, the kids are doing online school and we can Netflix binge and we could do all these things. And we're still working because that takes my mind off of the other things for sure. But um, your print photos have a pretty cool place. I think of this self-isolating time when we're at home and have some extra time. And, and I'm going to add this thing and then I'm going to have you start with the print photos. If you're listening to this, you know, two years later, because our podcasts are evergreen and, and they should be out there, this also will apply anytime you find yourself with an extra block of time. Maybe you're 
uh, on pregnancy bed rest or you have, are you recovering from surgery or you have sabbatical time, photos and projects related to photos are always a kind of can be a really fun thing to work on um, to distract us from whatever else we are dealing with. And so whenever you're hearing this podcast, we hope that these are some tips that you'll take to heart and be able to uh, do some fun things with your pictures. So take it away, Rita, with some print photo tips of what um, people could use. And um, Okay. Do. Absolutely. So I think everybody has in their home a photo album. And this could be an album you inherited from your parents, a scrapbook type album, those infamous magnetic albums. I don't know if I date myself when I talk about those, but I can still remember when I was 12, 13, whatever, and putting my photos in the magnetic albums. And it was so cool because they stuck right in there while they, they're still sticking right in there. So, but the bottom line is you probably have some sort of hardcover magnetic uh, creative memories type scrapbook album around. And we want you to sit down with it and have your family members gather around. Um, since we're all in the same home anyway, we, we can, we could at least have some, you know, nice family time and open it up and, and go through it and have, have fun telling the stories behind the pictures. If there's not a whole lot of, um, writing or journaling on the album. And you might even, if you're doing that, someone might be like, hey, I'm going to write some of this stuff down mm -hmm. and tuck it inside the album so that you can preserve it in the future so that it's there too. And I find like one of the funniest things that my kids love to do is, of course, you know, make fun of mom. Is, is, and I mean like the fashion and the hairstyles when I say that. Um, but I will show them some of my old photo albums. And I've got to say the perm was not a good look for me back in the 80s. <laughs> Um, but so there's some great funny photos. And I think if we can laugh at some of the old photos, some of the silly photos, some cute photos of our kids with their maybe their bare little butts or doing something silly when they were two or three or whatever, it's just going to bring a smile to our face and make us just um, maybe relish that moment of, of sweet family time together. So so sit down and find that favorite photo album and um, enjoy that sweet moment together. I, I love that, of course, always. And we have a ton of photo albums at our house. And one in particular I did some years ago was for our 25th anniversary where I just put highlights in. Mm -hmm. And my daughter just recently looked at that. And her favorite thing was to point out um, my perm. Uh -huh, and yeah. <laughs> also what she really doesn't like to see is when she had bangs. And she, oh. and she, she has had some words with me about why I let them have bangs. And by the way, they requested the bangs. It wasn't like I said, could let's go get bangs. Cause Wait, is uh, that Elizabeth? Yeah, that's Elizabeth. And, and, most, <laughs> and isn't that, it's just funny because, um, you know, girls and their hair, it's just a thing. And so it's always fun to look at and laugh. And, and I like the idea of, like you said, if somebody in the family, I mean, appoint a family secretary of, of minutes or records and mm -hmm. let them record some of the things, maybe some of the stories or yeah. just a, a simple. I mean, again, we're talking about simple, fun things. Don't make this like, uh, an assignment, right? <laughs> They've got their school assignments. Make it fun, but maybe it's just a post it pad. And you jot some things down that people remember or somebody says something funny. I always love, love to record some of the funny things my kids said when they were little and put them in albums. But even now as adults, they're still cracking me up. So you can jot some things down and tuck them in the album for later. Just yeah, I love make it a fun thing to do. 
I love that you just said that to use, you know, a post-it notepad because right, just write the little thing and then plop it right on top of that photo or, or below the photo yeah. or next to the photo or whatever. Yeah. And then in the future, when you have time, you can do it. But that means that it's always there mm-hmm. for to be shared at any point in time. And so, if you don't know photo um, post-it pads, that adhesive is photo safe. So if you put it, you know, if you have a plastic album or even if you put it on a photo, it's safe. So just don't yeah. use scotch tape or masking tape. You know, we have adhesives we don't like, like those magnetic albums, but post-its are safe. So there's a, there's a tip on that as you go through the album. Love that. Okay, give them another print photo fun thing that they could do while they're home. Okay, so this one is a little bit crafty, but I think you'll enjoy it and have fun with it. Um, If you have duplicate photos, so that's one, or if you can um, print photos off your computer so that you're not using your only original, and tack some of those fun photos up in places where your kids might not expect to find photos. So what I think about is I think if they have a bedside table that has an opening cabinet drawer, um, tape some photos in there so when they open it, they see some sweet photos of them with their grandparents or a favorite pet or or whatever makes them smile. Other places you could do it would be in the bathroom. Or I even know that people have done it before. Like, you know how sometimes people don't like to have their refrigerator cluttered with a lot of photos or maybe... It's stainless steel that's not magnetic, so you can't hang anything up. Um, But they've done it, so then they've done it instead in cabinets in the kitchen. So do think of these as photos that these are duplicates, right? These are not your one and only copies, and so that you can easily replace them too. But um, go ahead and just use some double-sided tape or whatever is easy comes off the cabinets and put around some favorite photos in places where the kids don't normally look, just so, so it's a little surprise to tell them how much you love them. Love it. Just some poster tacky, double-sided tape. And if you have to, if all you have is scotch tape, just do it. If you've got duplicates, right? Or just the funny ones that aren't going to go into an album. Just grab a box and grab a few photos out of it and scatter them around. A little hide-and-seek. And you can actually, yeah, and you might actually even have your kids do it for each other. Right. Mm-hmm. And that right. Just, you know, mm-hmm. and so when you're least expecting it, um, you know, maybe they're even just putting photos in their closed drawers. I'm just trying to think about how to lighten up the mood a little bit. And then that's silly. And maybe maybe if you just put it in a drawer like the sock drawer or something. Right. Because okay, I've just, got I mean, I've got the best hiding place right now that I just thought of. And if my son was here, I already have the photo that I'd go find. And uh, it would be on the lid of the toilet seat. <laughs> saying that's really funny okay then you know some unexpected things a little whimsy in your life right now is what everybody needs right it's just funny so yeah so I love that okay so let's give some digital photo tips we did print I mean there's something and and just so you know uh we'll have some extra ideas on the blog at ppostudio.com too so you'll check there but we're just sprinkling them in here for the podcast so digital photos I'm going to say in the not so much fun category, but in the um, fulfillment and feeling productive and like, you know, giving yourself a pat on the back in this time frame, if you have been putting this off, the thing that we say, no matter what, if you don't do anything else, especially with digital photos, is to back up. Back up, back up, back up. We've, you've heard us say that on other podcasts, but back up your computer with Backblaze. I mean, it's a great time to just sign up for the service and let your computer be backing up in the background because I'm sure you have photos on your computer. Uh, and then back up your phone 
with Dropbox or iMazing. Those are our two favorites. And we use Dropbox because it renames the photos, but iMazing is also a program, a software program you can buy and then plug in your phone or do it wirelessly. So just um, don't don't be afraid of the technology. Just be excited that, oh, while I'm here at home now, I'm going to go ahead and get my backup started running, you know, and you get your phone and your computer backed up. Uh, that's a high five. That's a hallelujah moment if you haven't done that before. So do that. Yeah, and, and then, I love that. I love that um, also because of you talked about just, you know, something that, you know, a pat on the back, but it eliminates maybe some overwhelm or unsettling thoughts you might have late at night sometimes. So it gives you a peace of mind that just helps in any situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so this next um, a digital photo idea that you could do, and, and we have so many, that's why we're putting them in the blog. But right now, I think this is this is absolutely something I'm doing this afternoon. I already have a post-it on my desk and it says text. And what we're um, suggesting here is just to look in your camera roll on your phone and grab a favorite photo or two and text it to a friend or family member just to let them know you're thinking about them and you're checking on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope, hopefully it could be a fun, you know, memory of something you've done with them or just something funny, sweet, memorable. And just don't we all need that right now? I mean, isn't it nice when you pick up your phone and it's just like, oh, there's a sweet photo of something. Uh, I mean, babies, uh, you know, kids playing, whatever it is, just a, a day, you know, day in the life. Oh, we just need messages like that to stay connected. So do that. And, and especially for those older relatives, if they're not um, being allowed visitors and they're, you know, self-isolating as well. So I say, um, do that, do that today for sure. Like I, I have, I have a list already of um, like eight people that I'm going to do that with that. I just want to see how they're doing. So that's a really sweet idea. I think that when you do that too, just give them a little, a little message of, of, I don't know, hope or love or, or, you know, making them laugh uh, along with that photo. But I think that's a really sweet idea and it's bound to get a conversation going that maybe you hadn't had for a while with that person or just right. them have a smile for the day, which is hey, what we're trying to do. I, I, I would add to that. Do it for someone you haven't talked to in a long yeah. time. That's a big surprise. I mean, I just got a text from someone who said, hey, just thinking about you. How are you doing? And we haven't talked in months. And I was like, oh, and I, that was just so sweet. That was out of the blue. So, and, and we say add a photo to it for the smile. Okay. So now we're going to talk about photo projects because this is a big one for us that people start thinking like, oh, this is the time I have all this time. I'm going to work on photo projects. And then they get stopped in their tracks by overwhelm. Like what, uh, what was I thinking? Because it's just too big. There's too many parts to it. And we want to break that down and make it a little smaller, bite-sized piece easier for you. And the very first way to do that, I mean, the, just to me, the very most important way, I don't know what very first means. That was weird language. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Still in the back in the hysteria mode. Um, make a folder, create a folder on your computer desktop. If you're still a person who has a computer with a hard drive, I know some of the younger generation, they don't have storage for this. But whether it's an external hard drive or it's directly on your computer hard drive and just call it photo projects. That's all. Make it, call it photo projects. And then 
inside that folder, put subfolders of anything that you think of and you can name them right now. They don't, they could be empty folders for now, but it's just really for your inspiration. So if you think of something, oh, I'd love to make whatever it is. I want to frame this photo. I want to make an album with the, these pictures, this trip, this milestone birthday, whatever. Just make that folder so you have a place to drop those photos in. And we both have talked about this so often and we work with our clients with this, where you get emailed photos and then you download them to look at them. And they either end up in your download folder, which you're not even sure where that is, or on your desktop. And then your desktop is just filled with a mess. And if you just drag them into the folder, you'll just feel better. You'll just, I mean, I think being organized for almost anyone feels better. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I think, little. think about it as think about the uh, file folders you have for important paperwork, maybe for your tax return, for example, mm-hmm. everything you get in the mail, because all that stuff does still come in the mail. You put in that folder that feels good. So when you do taxes, you just pull that out. So now just kind of transfer that same idea, which I love your idea. Um, now you've got that folder on your desktop, on your computer, and that's where all your, we're going to call them miscellaneous or random photos are going to go that come from these sources where they don't automatically um, end up on your phone, right? But then also to have future projects in there to motivate you and inspire you um, for whatever your photos might, you know, whatever you might want to do with your photos in the future. Now, right now, we're not talking about tackling your entire photo collection and creating a core file structure and backing up on two hard drives and all of that. We're just talking about a little bit of fun and distraction with photos and memories and getting that project folder set up. I'm telling you, that's just, I think it's a relief. It's like, I'm going to get those in there and then you can drop things in. So Rita, tell them about your photo card idea with print photos. Okay. Sure. So this should be a, this will be a fun photo project for really anyone in the family. And what I think that is the greatest part about this is it brings a smile to your face and it will absolutely bring a smile to the recipient. So grab some cardstock that you might have or order it online from like a Hobby Lobby or a Michaels and grab a couple print photos, a favorite photo, a photo with you with a special person with your favorite pet. It doesn't matter with your favorite babysitter um, and make a card, make a photo card. So the photo goes on the front and inside you personalize it with a, a handwritten note. Um, and boom, maybe you even make them for future events like maybe for Father's Day and for Mother's Day. And it's a yeah. great surprise. It <laughs> brings a smile to my face to think about it. I used to have my kids always make handwritten cards and they would just do funny drawings, which I still love and save have have saved to this day. Um, but now with our photos, since it's, it's about photo projects, you know, print out a sweet photo of, of the kids with the, you know, like I said, your mom, dad, whoever it is. Um, and they will create a gift for both people. Yeah, and I think we're talking again about some tactile projects that we could do that don't always always have to involve screen time. So if you have a a box with some print photos in it and you can put those on the photo card, that's great. And if you can, if you need to print it from your computer, that's also okay, right? There's two ways to make photo cards with digital images or with physical print photos. But mostly it's about um, just 
creating something and, and, and for moms that are, you know, homeschooling, not by choice right now, <laughs> uh, they want some activities to do. So, you know, taking some old boxed photos and letting kids, um, you know, if they have print photos of themselves, maybe th- those could be kind of funny. Um, the perms, those things, putting yeah. funny pictures of mom on, on cards <laughs> Send it to a grandma or like, did you know mom looked like that? Of course, grandma remembers. But, you know, there's all kinds of things you can do when you put that box of photos out and you have kids at home. If you have some print photos, let them help you get through some of that. Right. Um, or print, like you said, cardstock, construction paper, anything that'll go through your printer safely that and uh, print it, even if it's just regular paper. Don't obsess about, you know, all the right materials at this time. Just right. This is truly a, a it's the thought that counts. Yeah. Photo project by all means. Absolutely. OK. And then we we couldn't like have a complete podcast without talking about stories right because photos and stories just go together for us and we want them we want you to always be mindful of that and there's just not a better time um really this time that you take to do this kind of thing wherever you are in life so here's here's one call your oldest relative Rita said yesterday when we were talking about doing this podcast, you know, call your grandma or your grand, your grandparents. So for some people, they don't have grandparents now. They've already lost them. And so I always like to frame it with your oldest relative because I think sometimes an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, whoever that is, like think, I mean, I want you to think consciously of like, who's the oldest person I know? They need connection. They need people to reach out to them right now more than ever and ask them to tell you a story about an old photo you have or that they have that you could remember with them. You can't be with them. You can't sit beside them right now. And maybe they don't use FaceTime and they're not very technologically savvy, but we can still use the phone and call and really get a wonderful story and memories and just check on someone that way. And, and, a, and a photo connects people. You know, I remember that photo at granddad's farm that always hung up and I wondered if you could tell me more about it. You know, that kind of conversation, that would be really special. Yeah, I love, I love that. And on a, a similar, but slightly different note, my, uh, my grandma just celebrated her hundredth birthday and I put together a photo timeline uh, for her birthday. And one of the pictures of her was when she was three and she looks just like, or I should say my daughter, my daughter looks exactly like her. So photos of my daughter when she was three look exactly like my grandma. It was, and so it was just such a treasure to get to see that old photo that I was sent from one of her daughters as I put together this timeline. Um, and so to get to see some of those resemblances too are, are fun. I know we were talking about, you know, calling the relative and learning about the photo, but even being able to share that information back with the, my, you know, my grandma letting her know how much Clarissa looked like mm-hmm. her was such a sweet, you know, it's such a sweet memory to have for me. And, for her to know that, right? It's like, oh my goodness. I mean, the same so, cheeks, the same hairstyle. It was so flipping cute. <laughs> it's, I mean, that's the magic, right? Mm-hmm. That's the yep. magic yep. when we get photos out and start looking at them and handling them and talking about them and, you know, uh, the story. And I now I have to tell this and then we're going to end. But I was just with my 88-year-old aunt and uh, before all of this and 
I restored a picture of my cousin who's holding me when I was a baby and my cousin passed away four years ago. And I got to show that to my aunt on my phone. And then they talked about everything about that day that my mom brought me to visit them. And from the little tailor tot that I was in, which I think we've done a podcast about that Uh restored photo where I was a grumpy toddler. But it was my aunt's tailor tot that she brought for me to sit in, you know, that they got out of storage. And she, she and my other cousin just told all these details to me about that day and me coming to visit and how excited they were and how my cousin was the baby you know, whisper and love to, you know, carry me around and everything. I think she was about 10 or 11 and I was not quite one. So just the stories that this evokes when we start talking and, and sharing and, and connecting, right? So so listen, what what is a tailor tot? What are you saying? <laughs> what, what the heck is that? Yeah, I didn't know what it was either. It was like a little walker. It was, you know, one of those things like a baby seat that you, you sit in. Hey, is, you know is what? That brand, is that a brand name? Taylor? It Tom? is. I think it is. I didn't oh, know either. I didn't know what it was. Okay. But you know what? What's funny? funny. We're going to refer in the podcast show notes to the Taylor Tot so people can see it. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I just realized that's the picture. My pic, the picture of me with my cousin, Patty, that's probably going to be the picture on the podcast. Just so that's the story. Or maybe it's your grandma. I don't know which one we're, we'll have to fight for position on the podcast. <laughs> we may have to include a few pictures maybe in the podcast a- show notes. Uh, yeah, fun. very sweet, very sweet. So here's the one here's one more tip on photo stories because I want you to kind of think out of the box. Maybe you self-isolated at home um or with your husband and you don't have a lot to talk about right now. Uh we we haven't got to that point yet. But um sometimes it's a little bit lonely and maybe you don't have people around you and that's part of the hard hard part of this when we're in this, you know, self-isolation mode. So this is for people who maybe don't have, you know, a group with them and they're by themselves or one or two people. Take a photo of an object and tell its story. Uh, there are so many precious things that we own, right? Physical objects. And I won't say so many. Some people are minimalist and have very few. But I bet if I walked into anyone's house, I could ask them, oh, what's this? Or, you know, it could be a painting on the wall. It could be a vase. It could be a ceramic box with a lid. It, there are things that we keep that are touchstones for us and they hold our memories as well. And maybe our family and our friends don't know why that item is special to us. So take a photo of that object and then take good old fashioned pen and paper and write the story. If you don't want to write the story, you could voice record it and you can also type it on your computer. There's no wrong way to do any of this. Your photos, your stories, your way. That's what we want you to do while you have this time on your hands and we feel isolated from, you know, the humans that we love. Okay, so wait, I love how you were closing that up and ending it, but now I have to ask you, because I'm totally curious, what one item would you take a photo of? What what object would you take a photo of in your house? So that's so weird that you just asked, because while I was saying it, I was thinking, what are, you know, I have a box from a friend that she made it in ceramics and whatever. But actually, the one thing that I know that when you asked it, I just realized is it's a wooden valet. Uh, a dresser valet is what they call them, I believe. That was my dad's. 
<clears throat> and my dad, excuse me, he's been gone for 20 years in February. He was just 60 when he passed. And when we got to pick things that we wanted, I picked that because he always put his change and his wallet on it. And, you know, and yeah, I love so that. I have it sitting in my bedroom on my, I have a little desk in my bedroom and I bet you anything, my kids don't know even that that was granddad's. Mm. And so see, that's the object. Yes. And love I should that. take a Very picture nice. of it. I should do exactly what I said. Yep. What would yours be? What would yours be? Did you well, think it's of one? funny because when you were talking about it, I was like, yeah, I don't have anything, right? I think that's where our minds go. Like there wouldn't be anything. But then what popped into my head, because it's displayed, you know, we've, we've moved. And so a lot of our stuff is still in storage. But um, I have what they call babushka dolls. So they're the Russian stacking mm-hmm. dolls. And I, so I have a set of those. I grew up with a set that my mom had. And yet this is my own set that I got um, from Russia. So they're authentic. And when I traveled overseas for about six months between college graduation and, and getting a real job, um, I didn't go to Russia. But during my travels, I met up with a variety of different people. Like you would just meet people in hostels mm-hmm. and stuff. And um, I met these other, it was a guy and a couple gals, and they were going to Russia. And I said, oh, my gosh, I would totally love a set. And he, I mean, I talked to this guy and, you know, maybe we did a couple things together, stayed together for a couple of days and traveled throughout. And about six weeks after I got home in the mail, I received a package from him and it was the Russian dolls. And I just, this was like, I, like here. I have goosebumps. You said you didn't uh, have anything. That's I so know. cool. But that's because I think, and that's, that's why I asked you. And that's why I want people to think about that. Cause I think our initial Mindset just goes to, yeah, I don't have anything, right? But like, I, just because we were like, yeah, because I would yeah. call myself more of a minimalist. I mean, I, I yeah. get rid of so much stuff. I, there's funny stories about the things I've gotten rid of that people will go dig back through, you know, the garbage right. kind of recycle. But they want it because like, you threw it away. I, I, I know this about you. So, <laughs> but I, anyway. mean, I also know that if I walked into your house, that I know that I would find things on your walls or on a cabinet or a shelf that I would ask you about. So when you, when you yeah. think about that, go through your own house. And so I love the take a photo of an object and tell its story because um, there are stories behind the things that we keep and why we keep them. And I think that people want to know that it's a generational thing. It's, it's, I don't know, it's leaving a legacy. And I, I mean, gosh, I, I'm going to take a picture of my dad's valet now because I know. like my kids wouldn't probably know that. They probably think, why do I have that like sort of, I'm not going to say ugly, but that oak thing with the gold, you know, I mean, I have cards sitting in it, but for me, it's a, it's a big touchstone, right? I, I see that yeah. every single day and I, I always think of my dad. So, and then you think of that special time in your life. I think that's cool. So yeah. listen, again, I'm going to do it again. Your photos, your stories, your way, right? I, I'm, I'm, I'm really latching on to that because I think in this time of our world, that's what we have to hold on to and hold on to these things that connect us. And those are our memories and our photos and the things that we cherish most, right? The people we love and the stories that we have around them. So please, please um, be safe, be healthy, um, self-isolate, do the things that they're telling us to do because we know it. it's so important to our future. And 
visit pposstudio.com and you can read even more photo tips as we'll roll those out in probably several blog posts of um, other things you can do uh, with your photos. Because if you're thinking about the fact that you want to be a photo organizer as a business like Rita and I do, and we're so fortunate to do this and help other people, this is a great way to start, you know, starting with your own collection and practicing, and then you can turn this into a business now or later. What, whenever you want to do that, we're here and that's what we do, help people, women primarily because we're the family photo and memory keepers, um, start a business. And we're so fortunate that we're working from home and we can do this remotely across the miles while we're self-isolating. So we're thinking of all of you and we hope you are safe and well, and we're all going to get through this. So thanks for joining us. 